Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Christmas edition of Coffee Talk. How'd you like that? <laughs> it's gone from British accent to singing along. A Christmas edition of Coffee Talk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Bah, bah, hum, bah humbug. Oh, Lil Ren is, we're back in Coffee Talk Studio. It's been a while. We've had holidays and stuff. But Lil Ren, one of our friends, Whitney, who we love, she's the one who also made us cups that say Coffee Talk, Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. She made Lil Ren a hoodie. And on the front, it says Coffee Talk. And on the back, it's it says Lil Ren Ren. It's something special. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, that was an epic gift. And Lil, and Lil Ren Ren's wearing it right now. And, I need uh, a little Rin Rin one. Cheers to Whitney. Uh, 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 a collective cheers and cough cheers. talk studio. Cheers, Whitney. Thank you for to your Whitney. generosity. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for that Super generosity. Cute. What a, a Christmas idea. edition of Coffee yeah. and Talk. <laughs> you know what I watched? Uh, what's the the best uh, Christmas movie holiday? And Jack Black's in it. And I always he's always that guy. He's like, on Christmas edition. He's always rocking out. He's always singing a little tune. Um, well, Merry Christmas. We just did the last family drop-offs. I took my mom this morning at the crack of dawn, four in the morning. To the airport, and so the ranch is now back to its normal. Just residents, all family have dispersed. It was great, wasn't it? It was beautiful. It was a great. It was a great holiday. It was. It was a. Mm. It was. It was a whirlwind of a holiday. I feel like it was it. Let's do it again. It in did. Two weeks. <laughs> we are kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> His laugh was like. <laughs> Christmas is very. You didn't realize how no. close Christmas was to Thanksgiving. No, actually, this is the first year. Where what? Like how oh. Close it is. But you have a college education. Uh, congrats to Lil Ren. Just got her associate's degree. Boom. Yeah, Nailed it. Nice. She's done. Are you officially done? Or you got one little thing left to do. No. <laughs> Don't you hate that? It's like done, but not done. It's not one, done until it's done. Is it one last paper that you have to just finalize? Yeah. You said it was. You said you were done last night. Pretty well, much. I mean, because essentially she is. But you just got to do that one last little thing. So. Um, okay, man, we had a fun. We got we got a Christmas tree for the church building, one sixteen church, and over the holidays, me, um, Caleb, and Uncle ben. Uncle ben, which is his name in Coffee Talk Studios, and we were going to get the tree, and things were. There, J- Caleb makes this statement, which got me really good, and so I'll give you I'll give you just the rundown. You had made an appointment for us at this tree farm. You can only go to this by appointment to this farm. It's weird. I get there, they're locked, but I see dude working, so I flag him down. He comes to the gate. I'm like, yo, I got an appointment. He's like, we're not open. I'm like, let me in, man. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you <laughs> like, did not. No, but we're having a conversation. Then you're calling the owner, and the owner's saying him. And then I'm like, hey, um, what's I go Luba? I'm like Luba said we could come in. He's like, I don't Luga. know. It's he, not Luba. No, no. You said Luga. <laughs> no, you said Luga. And I'm like Luga said we could come in. He's like, I don't know a Luga. I'm like Jen's on the phone with her. Her name's Luga. He's like, I know a Luba. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. I literally go, okay, wow. bro. I'm like, so Luba said we could come in. And so he call, he finally gets a hold of her. He lets us in. He was actually a cool guy. He got a chainsaw, helped us. He was a good dude. His name was uh, Dimitri. And Dimitri. so anyways. Um, it's a family business. So, but it took us way longer than before. They couldn't get the credit card thing working. I'm like, listen, let me just leave the card. Write the number down. And so like, okay, we don't typically do that, but we'll do that. I'm like, cool. And I was like, if you charge it twice, I'll come back and haunt you. You know, So uh, whatever, we're doing this whole thing. Then we're, we go to tie it down the tree. It's too big. We got the biggest tree on the lot. Now, meanwhile, the Caleb and Ben are helping me do all this, and they're like, "We can't shake your tree. We can't. We can't bail it." I'm like, "All right, we well, help us throw it on top of my car. We'll just we'll take it and go." And they're like, "Okay." And so we throw it on top, and they're like, "I was so glad." They're like, I "Do you have there. tie downs, like strap downs?" And typically, I do, but for whatever reason, during the holidays, they were moved out of my car, and I'm like, "They're not on me." And they're like, "Well, we have twine." I'm like, "We'll do it with twine." So we twine that thing up like I'm talking. <laughs> 
I'm sure you twined it so many times. So many times. And we're freezing, can't feel our hands. And then we're on the car, and I feel like the tree's going to roll. When I say this tree is tall, it was a 12-foot tree, 12 feet. It's the tallest tree on the whole lot. It's monstrous. It's bigger than my sequoia. You should go out in the backyard and just cut a tree down. And so we looked. They're all too big. Anyway, so (laughs) I roll down the sunroof so Caleb and I can put our hand up and hold the trunk as we're driving down the highway. And we're in the middle of a snowstorm. And doing all this, and our hands are getting frostbite because we're going 35 miles an hour. It's snowing and raining. We're holding the tree. I mean, and and you know, it's crazy. And Caleb goes, um, he's like, he literally goes like this. He says it under his breath, but I heard him. He goes, I should have known with you. And I go, what the heck did you just say? And Ben's laughing at the back. He's like, I should have known with you. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, every time we do something, it's always like a chaotic adventure. I'm like, what do you mean, dude? I'm the planner of all planners. Like, this isn't my fault. He's like, no, no. He's like, you do plan, but it just seems like there's always chaos. And then the more we talked about it, because I mean, I am the opposite of chaos. Totally. I am, I am controlled in the midst of chaos. Yes, I am you the are. calm in the storm. <laughs> Okay, Jesus. Well played, little red. (laughs) I am. Okay, so anyways, but um, he's like, no, no. He's like, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, typically when something goes wrong, there's a certain point where people like, okay, we can't do it. We'll come back to it. We'll have to change our plans. He's like, but you just keep going. And I'm like, no, that's probably true. He's like, right. Like, so where a lot of us, there's been at least four times today where we would have just like. Not, it'd be like, we can't do it. Oh, yeah, there's no way. That's not safe. But you're like, oh, no, we're going to figure it out. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to make it do what, what it, it do. do, baby. And so he's like, right. And that's what I'm saying as he's sitting there with his hand out the window, freezing, getting frostbite. He's I like, he's like, I should have known. With you. I should have known with you. <laughs> I I like, known. So it was an insult that it was also a compliment. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That tree looks amazing. Babe, thank you. you. That tree did. looks amazing, It's fabulous. Right? It it's fabulous. Humongous. I mean, you were sending me photos, and, and from what I could tell, I was like, oh, you know, there was a gap in one of the sides. But and, you trim it. But I was like, it looked like a great tree, but you just can't tell. But when I got to the to the church and saw the tree, I was like, that's an awesome tree. But you trim the tree. Like, you had me cut out branches. Yeah, because you got to, because I kind of like the Charlie Brown it. look. I like to see the trunk in the middle, you know, the sections and do all the details and things. You're a real trunk girl. I'm a real trunk girl. <laughs> Baby got back. Got junk in the trunk. <laughs> you like to have junk in the okay. trunk. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, it's Christmas time, and I thought maybe we could talk on Coffee Talk about, um, okay, this Sunday at 116 Church, I shared, um, as, I, as I typically do on a Sunday, but <laughs> there was a topic that we talked about, and I don't want to come at it from maybe the Bible, but I'd rather just come at it from like practicality, but we talked on the topic of comparison it was it was amazing and it was it's one of the more practical maybe talks i've done on a sunday but i i would say i mean practical but so spiritual i mean that was if you're listening i i'm going to take a moment you need to go listen to the entire message it is so good i had multiple people say i've got to go back and listen to it again and again just to like hear what i missed you know yeah. and we're not was, trying to we're not trying to push that maybe i am it. trying to push it because okay, i have well, i have no why are you always trying to sell stuff no i have it's no sell. it's not it's if not you gotta what sell if, it maybe it ain't worth buying for oh i have no shame you know if something is good i'm gonna tell you i'm i i owe it to my friends you know to tell yeah. them the good news she or say it's good the it's deal that's right because if it's not i'm like uh you it's not a, it's not a go right. like 
not okay. But it was fantastic. I don't like either way that you do that, but it's all good. It's okay. That's that's because you are you and I am me. It, you is who you is. And you know, we've been doing this for some time, so just settle like bees settle in. Bees. All right. Um settle in. But anyways, one of the things the whole premise of what we're kind of talking about in December at, at the church is let your heart be light. That's a theme of a series door. And the whole thought was how can we let our hearts be light? Because life isn't light all the time. Okay, pause. You know, honestly, when you told me the th- the series name, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of feel like we always kind of talk oh, around yeah. that. And you said that. You were very well, vocal. No, I wasn't. Like I was you just, just said like, you would be. I was like, are you sure we haven't kind of already covered that? Because I, I, cause I didn't know what angle. But as soon as you named the three things you'll be covering, I was like, now that's going to, this is going to be good. Let your heart be, be light. What are the three things? Do you remember? Are you a note taker? Uh, you said it so fast, and I don't think you repeated it, but I did do the first one. I, I actually was going to be like, can you say it again? Triple C. Can you say it again? Uh, comparison. Comparison, yeah. Confession. Confession. And community. Ah. But, because the whole thing is like, how can Teacher's we let our- pet right here. Yeah, she is, because uh, she's an overachiever. <laughs> she smiles because sure. she knows She's it. like, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I also brought an apple to school today. All my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know if you were teacher's pet all your life. No, it was the pleaser in her. I totally would say you were. I didn't know you she did, had but a, I, she, I, had a, she had a okay, rebel. Can I just say one thing? She had a rebel say stage. Say it, Vic. Can I just say one thing? Someone has said, like, I hear people say they're people pleasers all the time. Please, let's line up the people on the right that you pleased. I was like, maybe <laughs> 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 a lot of people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm such a people pleaser, but who's pleased by you? Line them up. Yeah, people are like, you just bother me, man. That's uh, funny. That's true, man. Hey, if you got to tell me you're a people pleaser, maybe you're not pleasing too many people. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the word please. It's been so destroyed. Yeah, right? I was just thinking that too. <laughs> um, okay, so the whole premise is how can we let our hearts be light in a, in a season and time? And just like life isn't always light, right? And so one of the things I said is maybe try eliminating comparison. And here's the thought. And babe, let's talk about this. Cough Talk Studios, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Let's dive it in. I will go and make this bold statement from the very get-go of the podcast. Comparison has the power to turn good into bad. Comparison does. It can take something that is an absolute blessing and turn it into a complete and total bummer. In fact, I think like comparison is like black magic. It's like witchcraft. <laughs> I'm being extreme, but I'm well, honestly. I mean, I've, I think there's. What can take something that is good, a blessing, and turn it into something that is bad and a burden? Comparison does that. For instance, okay, when our kids were very young, we do stockings. It's Christmas time. I can't wait to do the stockings. We still do stockings. You have stockings hanging right now. And the, they're, they're, they're the yeah, best part. Yeah, yeah. And they have a J best on it for Judah, a C on it for Caleb, up. and S on it for Serena. We even do stockings for each other. Right, and so we love stockings. But when the kids were very young, we'd get them all stockings, and they loved it. It was always after the end of opening presents. The last thing you do is like your stockings, and we fill them with candy and little trinkets and little toys, and it's like st- not nothing. None of it's massive, Socks, but it's just beanies. They're stuffed too. Gum, we got these jumbo stockings, and we just stack them, and the kids just pour them all over the ground and go through all their perfume, stuff. Right. Cologne. One year, Jen, we decided to custom make the stockings for the kids. Remember this? Yes. I think uh, the boys. Were it was like, your idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boys are like six and seven. Just, just yeah. like on record. I want to make it right. Oh, it backfired. You were wrong and I was right. It backfired. Yeah, it backfired so big. And so we get to the stockings and we had like gotten Judah like things that we knew as his parent. 
that he would absolutely <laughs> love. And Caleb got totally different things because Caleb liked different things. Judah was more into gaming. Caleb was more into sports. Then for little Ren, we got her things that she would absolutely love. And uh-huh. so at first when they all get in their stockings, they're just like kids. They're just like so happy and, and super, you know, wide-eyed and oh. And then they started looking at each other's stockings as they were opening theirs. And I'll never forget, I think it was Ren, she was the first one. She's like, what kind of candy did he, did Caleb get? And Caleb's like, oh, I got these. I love them. And Seren's like, I didn't get any of those. I'm like, but Serenity, you got these, and these are your favorite. She's like, but I like those too. And then the, the Judah's like, yeah. she's like, whoa, Caleb well, got that. Man, watching. I wish I could have got a wiffle ball bat. And I'm like, dude, you don't even play wiffle ball bat. He's like, but I would want to. And all of a sudden, they're like, True they're story. getting like upset. And it's supposed to be, it's Christmas morn. The little children are supposed to be filled with laughter and glee. And they're literally like having them. And we learned, we learned oh, from the God. stockings, right? We were like, never again. Everything was ruined because of one thing. Yeah, they were all Comparison. bothered. They were all bothered while Comparison. they were opening their beautiful stockings. They're supposed to be blessed and they're bothered. And it all comes down to Comparison. Comparison. Another thing, you and I don't get gifts for each other on Christmas wow. for well, the most sometimes part. Sometimes we do. Every year you say this, but you always eat each other. Oh gifts. my gosh, you go way over budget. That's the thing. What happened was I can't stop competing and comparing with you. And so we set a budget. Let's say it's, I don't know, a few hundred dollars. And I would always every year at least double the budget, right, Jen? And do, and you would know that because I'd have one gift that you would know is like, that's the entire budget. The one see, yeah, jacket. You got me like five other gifts. the entire budget. And so instead of you being happy. Well, you would be sad because it you're wasn't like, babe, that I was sad. and it was my fault. It's my fault. You're like, babe, you didn't. We agreed that right. we would spend this much. No, it was the principle, and I'm always like, I want to beat you, and and I, I want principle. to show you that I love you more because I do. And so I would spend twice as much, <laughs> and you wouldn't because you don't love me as much as I love you. Right? So not, not true. What was supposed to be just joyous blessing ended up turning into like, like agitation. You being like, I'm taking it back. I'm like, you're not taking it back. It's my Christmas okay. gift of love towards For you. For the record, I never <laughs> said I'm taking it back. I was just agitated. Like, babe, you said, you gave me your word. And we did do this. You would, We would look I each lied. other in the eye. I lied. We'd look each other in the eye and say, yes, mm-hmm. we commit on this budget. And I would be like, commit, right? You're like yeah. staying on. And you and would I tell me. And I wanted to so bad. But babe, you start shopping for Christmas in June because you okay, find deals. <laughs> you find deals are 95% off. And I wait to the week before and everything's the highest price it's going to be. Procrastination, man. It's on you. It's not procrastination. It's called living life right in the moment. I'm living <laughs> okay. in the moment. And Six so I'd end up getting there and I'd buy two things and I'd blow through the budget and two things. <laughs> Meanwhile, I know you have 17 presents for me and you're started in January. and you're still under budget. Yeah. January. Yeah. Literally you go the day after Christmas and buy okay, all the gifts for next down. year. Yeah. Calm so, down. so dramatic. So that's why I had to compete with you. I had to compare. Um, so anyways, but this is true, right? In this true in life, like you could have a, you could have a nice house, but you feel like you're not as successful because your family members have a much nicer house. There's nothing there. You have a nice house. Like yeah, it's you're, totally. you have a great house. But your brother and sister, they have a way nicer house. And so you instead or of Or they being, have a house and a vacation house. Right. They have two houses. So instead of being blessed by your nice house, you actually feel like you don't measure up. Right. And you're burdened with the weight of your lack of success just by comparison. Right. Um, you could have you just got a raise. You just get a raise. And I mean you should be thrilled. You just, you're making more money for doing the same job. But your coworker also gets a raise, but they get a little more. And you've been there pretty much the same amount of time. And all of a sudden, now you're totally bummed, right? You're Instead of celebrating the fact that you got a raise, right. you're complaining that you didn't get as much of a raise as your coworker. 
Comparison is black magic. It's really true. It has the ability to take something good and wonderful and a blessing and make it bad. Okay, social media is the absolute worst culprit of this in the entire universe. Oh, it's bad. Um, how do you fight that? Social media, first of all, it makes me compare. It makes all of us compare. Culture, our culture makes us compare. It makes us like, it forces us to be like, Can I I'm having more fun than you. About it? Yeah. There is a part of me, um, and maybe it's age. I, I think part of me though, it does motivate me. Social media a little bit. When I see someone like doing a great like hit workout or they have a business thing that they're adventuring and doing, there is a part of me that does motivate me a little bit. Well, so there is some of that, well, can okay, I say? And there's, maybe there's a fine line between competition and comparison. And I'm understand for competing, but I compete in different things in life. But we shouldn't compete in life. Totally. Life. So, okay, you know, like people say, oh, there's only one winner. That only is true in high school. And it needs to be totally. true in high school. I got so annoyed with the whole like cultural thing a few years ago where like everyone's a winner, no one's a loser. Like the losers would lose and they'd get a trophy. I'm like, why are they getting a trophy, man? They need to learn to lose with grace. Like lose with your dignity. You can't always win. But in life, uh-huh. there's so many arenas to win it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone might be making more money than you, but but you're like, dude, but look look at look look at the marriage I have and look how my kids and look uh-huh. at the quality time and like we can win in life and not win at everything. And just because someone else is winning doesn't mean I'm losing. And I think the thing too that I, I started doing a few years back with social media is did someone do something and they're winning, I just naturally started saying, Good on them. Good on them. Cause it kind of starts helping like a my New Zealand thing. Good my, on them. my psyche to be like why would I say anything else? Yeah. And But even if you're emotionally not caught up yet and you're like, oh, you're kind of jealous, but even the fact that you're like saying good on them, that reaction will help you get to a place of excitement for them and not comparing. Totally. And it is, comparison is, I think, the most deadly and toxic when it's, you're comparing yourself with people that have hurt you or maybe um, mistreated you or used you or taken advantage of you in some way, or you totally disagree with what they've done. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when comparison is even worse. Cause now it's not only making you feel less than and taking something that you have good and making it seem bad, but it's also like, it's like sticking the knife in deeper and you just like, and you know, comparison can force you to want people to fail, which is really toxic. Right. And, but wouldn't we be lying if we said we never felt that? Like, I'd be lying. I, I I hate to admit that, but there have certainly been times where I've compared myself to people that maybe have hurt me, and when they're succeeding, I'm like, I wish they weren't, <laughs> you know? Or yeah. if I can low-key kind of find out that they're failing or that they're hurting, and this is so terrible, but okay, who hasn't felt this? You know, you kind of you kind of like, yeah, that's what you there get. Was, there was a, a small... Vengeance is a dish best served cold. <laughs> <laughs> When our when our our um, flower shop opened up across the street from our cart as a pop up, shortly after someone told me, "Oh yeah, there's another little florist opening." Mm-hmm. And we're both little floristists, but there was another one very similar to your floor, you know, your floristry, and and I, my thought was is like, good on them. This is the reality. Was that your first thought? Yes, not maybe not maybe years Be ago. Be honest, I Jen. First thought, or did you get to it? Because I know first my was first like, thought was man, my first thought was is. There are a million coffee shops and all, many of them, I should say all, many of them are, are winning. Mm-hmm. Why can't there be many floristries, florists that are everywhere? What are they called? Is it floral it's shops? It's floristry, right? Because you're, you're, I'm a florist and it's floristry. I, 
I mean, I'll take your word for it. I don't and, actually know. And my thought was literally like the temptation was there for sure. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like there's a, a zillion. I have like five top coffee shops, including Five Stones. Cheers, babes. We love Cheers, um, babes. But there's several. And I just thought to myself, wait a minute. There could be like four or five of us in the same surrounding areas and we all could be winning. And so I, I think that I process it that way. And I think it helps me realize, hey, we're, why can't there be multiple winners in the same kind of industry, yeah. right? And, and, and in life, in the world, if you think big enough, there is. There's a zillion big. real estate agents that are winning, right? There's a zillion, you know, mortgage brokers that are winning. There's like uh-huh. all of the things. Like there's churches. And just all because of they're winning growing. doesn't mean we're losing. That's right. That's, that's right. the biggest thing. I can't tell you how many times I feel like I'm losing because someone's winning. And it's like, that's not the case, man. Like, it will motivate me, though. It. it does motivate me that when someone else comes in that's what i'm saying it kind of motivates me it doesn't it doesn't make me jealous it motivates i'm like okay so i want to continue to be one of the best in the industry and now i've got a little bit of competition so it actually motivates me to do what i do better yeah i think so i was reading something about comparison i said the only thing you should compare only person you should compare with is who you were yesterday yes so it's like okay am i getting better today in some area of my life so i'm not gonna compare with other people but i can compare with who i was yesterday yesterday I wasn't doing this, but today I'm going to do this. Like, okay, for me right now on the holidays between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm comparing myself with last week, Billy, who ate anything and everything all the time without stop, without, without even reason to today. And I'm like, you know what? I should probably for these next two and a half weeks before the Christmas days hit, like get myself back into shape a little bit. You know, I don't know if my coach listens to the podcast, but he certainly is like, yo, Billy's MIA. And I am, I'm missing Inaction. No, I'm in my eye. I'm missing in inaction. I'm not doing anything. I'm just eating and chilling. I mean, I think working. it's really healthy that you're self admitting these things. <laughs> well, <laughs> she didn't interrupt you at all. She's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Listen, honesty is the best thing that can happen to any of us. And why do I feel so bad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, quick, quick side note before we keep going on. Ooh, I like side notes. Um, dude, we got this coffee creamer. From Dunkin' Donuts, it's oh, the extra God. creamy. I'm gonna go as far. I'm gonna do you a Christmas. Here's your Christmas gift if you're listening to the it's podcast. It's not good. It's so good. Putting the Dunkin' Donuts extra creamy coffee creamer in your coffee actually makes it taste more like Dunkin' Donuts coffee than the actual yes. Dunkin' Donuts brewed coffee. It does. That's yeah. why I don't like it then. What, Jen? You cannot no. diss Dunkin' Donuts on this podcast. I can't. They Absolutely. sponsor us. Dunkin' Donuts sponsors us fifteen thousand dollars a now, week. Now, if they did, right? that would be different, <laughs> right? Jen, they pay us fifteen thousand dollars a week to talk about this. <laughs> So I need you right now to say you love them. Love them. them. I'm so glad you love them. They gave us $175,000 last year. (laughs) (laughs) I hope. I'm just speaking it in faith. faith. (laughs) So be it in Jesus' name. So be it. We are Dunkin' Donuts' number one endorsement, okay? They've endorsed us. Um, Okay, so how do we combat comparison in the Christmas season? I'm thinking for all the C's. I got another C word. Celebration. Yes. This is how I think. Love, love. The best way, if you find yourself comparison, even though you know it's bad, even though you know it's this black magic that has the ability to take what is good and make it bad when there's nothing bad. You just compared and all of a sudden you had good and now you're bad. You got a raise. Oh my God. Should be literally celebrating, but you're bombed and complaining because someone got bigger raise, uh-huh. right? It's, it's unbelievable. And we're all guilty of it. Celebration mm-hmm. combats comparison. And here's what I mean celebrate your wins like make a point of commemorating and celebrating things that happen well like you know like we had an amazing thanksgiving this and i don't know people probably more had better thanksgivings went better places 
who knows? But we had a great Thanksgiving. I think and with all the family, we've been really good. Like, dude, this was such a, I dropped my mom off this morning and she was like, this was such a good like week, two weeks. It was so good. I'm like, it was, wasn't it? it like, was. you know, when you just like celebrate mm-hmm. the high point, celebrate, celebrate it because then it reinforces the good and then celebrate other people who are winning. Celebrate them yes. instead of comparing with them. You were saying that essentially. Yeah. That's what you. It's it. It is. If you want to get well in your soul, celebrate people. I there is it is is literally like medication to the soul. I when you were talking about this on Sunday, I literally wanted to stand up and be like, "Please say it all over again." Like I was that person for a moment, in and my I'd head. be like, "Ma'am, ma'am, please <laughs> yeah. sit down, ma'am." I'm like, you would have thought you would have thought I was in Pentecostal church. Um, and your mom, like, I was like clapping. I was like, you people around here, we got to get excited about this because celebration. You, peep, you, you people. people. I was, you I people. felt it so deeply in my soul, but I, I just thought to myself, it is literally like, it, it's a remedy for um, discouragement, um, apathy, um, you know, confusion. I was just like celebrating, you know, the good in your life personally and other people's wins. I'm telling you, it will change the landscape of, of, of your life and that way you feel. And it just, it was such a good reminder that when someone else is winning, sell it, take, take a moment and celebrate them. Like yeah. take, take the time even out of, go out of your way potentially to send a text or a call or to walk up to them and be like, I heard you got a raise. I heard you started a business. Right. I heard you, you, your marriage was, you know, whatever. I mean, just like it can change everything. <laughs> I heard your marriage was super hot. Okay. I heard you had the best sex. That's weird. I heard you were having <laughs> sex like every other day. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I love what you're saying, but can I just can't play devil's advocate for one second? Um, easier said than done. Okay. It I don't know if people realize is. this, but in the ancient times, celebration was actually considered a discipline. Just like meditation is a discipline. Um, study is a discipline. Um, fasting is a discipline. Um, like focus, celebrating is a discipline. What I mean is it doesn't come naturally to us. Gratitude doesn't come naturally. And so we have to learn to practice celebrating. And my question as we end the podcast today is what are some of the ways we can actually discipline ourselves to be better at celebrating? Because I yeah. love what you're saying and what we're saying. But honestly, in the moment, or even just thinking about it, I'm like, dude, I that is hard, right? It's a discipline. You have to actually get better at it. So if you're right now like, dude, I cannot celebrate those people who did that. Like I can't, I'm actually so ticked off that they're winning right now and I wish that they were losing. Like, okay. But you can actually develop the discipline of celebration because it's going to help you in the end. It's going to it's going to free you from comparing this prison of comparison, which just makes all the good in your life seem bad. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's good. And think of how happier you'll be and how much more we just got the sign from both Lil Ren and Vic the Sound Chick. <laughs> Nine minutes left, I think. They're I was very, so confused. They're very on confusing that. with their hand motions. <laughs> um, so, um, you made like, me lose my train yeah, of thought. I was gonna say, do you know what you're saying next? You did it on purpose. You did it again. Okay, remember when we were kids, or when we were our kids were growing up, we had to like when someone would do something good for them or something good would happen, we would have to be like, "What do you say?" And they'd be like, "And you'd be like, what do you say?" I'm thinking of the meme that little, say? I think a little meme that Ren sent where parents are like teaching their kids and making strangers do it, like tell the nice man thank you, and the kid won't do it, and then. They wait. She'll say it. She'll say it. Tell the nice man thank you. And the dude's like, it's okay. Like, no, no, no. She needs to say it. You know, they're like, make you help them teach their kids. Yeah, let's not do that. It's not natural to be grateful. 
you had to be taught the discipline. And then as kids kind of get used to it, then they kind of say thank you, and then they kind of understand, like, yeah, yeah, actually, I'm thankful. Thank, thank you for doing that, right? It's a taught behavior yeah. discipline. Celebration is the same thing. We have to discipline ourselves, practice the art yes, of I'm so glad you say celebrating. You're okay, that, and I kind of yeah. thought, as I was driving back from the airport this morning, dropping off mom, um, what are ways that I can actually practice celebrating and so when especially when it comes to other people you know obviously when it comes to celebrating you know your wins in life but here's my thought jen think well of people wish well of people and then speak well of people Mm. and i think do it in that order first you got to start the hardest one is the first one yeah is thinking well of people so here's what i'm saying there's a that is huge there's this ancient scripture verse in the bible that says as a man thinks so he is right as a man thinks so he is so I need everyone in Coffee Talk Studios to focus right now. There is literally a whole nother conversation happening, and we're recording a podcast. Something happened with the dog. It's centering around the dog. Like, I want to cut episode and be like, hey, just. What did he do? Oh, who cares? He, he is insi- he's insisting to lick mom's foot. Yeah. I'm trying to move him, and he's biting. He's nipping. Yeah, I've never seen him do that. No bite, Capone. He's a cat. Bad dog. Anyways, so. <laughs> Thinking first, thinking well of people. And what this is, and it probably is the hardest, is just kind of like, and I've tried to do this, like mm. when I see something on social media or I hear of something, in my mind, I just try and think like what you said. is like, good for them. Just try to think, right? Like right. start to it's, think. That is huge. That's a huge practice. And I I honestly think that, you know, the, I mean, the Bible, we all know this, that you, as a man thinks, though we are. I just said that. He is. You didn't hear that because you were literally engaged in this other I was, conversation so happening in the studio. As a man thinks, though he is. I was literally doing this by myself for about five minutes. You're so good. Thank you for carrying things, babe. Yeah. Um, I once fired. But again, like you said, the scripture verse is is so right and spot on. And I, I honestly think that that our minds are the most powerful thing. We know that, right? One thing to be like, okay, I'm just going to think good for them. But what if you try to, and here's a trick I've learned, shift my perspective by playing out possibilities. For instance, people that have wronged me, whether it's true or not, because the, the, the goal isn't justification here. The goal is sympathy and empathy. Mm. I say in my mind many times, like, you know what? I bet something really, really bad happened to them. And when they were younger or just recently, and the reason they did what they did mm-hmm. wasn't because they're they're mean hearted mm-hmm. and they just don't like me. Now, the reason they did that and the reason it went this way is because they're actually really hurt and something really is broken. And so it helps me. And I'm like, you know what? I hope they're doing better. It, whether it's true or not, because the, the goal here isn't justifying what they're doing. The goal is me finding some kind of empathy or sympathy so that I can, at the very least, Think well of them. Right. And just, and then from there, it's kind of like a mental trick I play for myself. Like, you know what? Like someone cuts you off in traffic and, you know, first thing you want to do is like, dude, they're the worst. They're evil. They're the devil. Diabolical. I'm going to chase them down. I'm going to end their life. But that's That's you know what? Maybe they're rushing to an emergency room because a loved one is, is, and I would do the same thing. If my wife or my child was in the ER and I just found out, I'm cutting everyone off. I don't care. I'm sorry. You know, like, and I try and do that so that I can then, Think good of them, you know. Think well of them, um, and then I think wish well of them, which is kind of the next step. Which is like for me as a person of faith, it'd be praying for them. And the Bible actually speaks to that. It's like pray for your enemies, pray for those who wrongfully treat you wrongfully and miss, you know, 
pray for them. So wishing well for people is like, you know what? I hope it works out for them. I hope that they find happiness. I hope, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the next level. It's thinking well of them, then wishing well, like hoping. And that, again, it takes practice, right? Like yeah. Jen, you you said you started out. You were like, I know, I try and like good on them. But like, are there anything practical as you do? Like sometimes wishing people hell, well, not hell. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like, dude, I wish them hell all the time. <laughs> no, wish them well. Um, sometimes doing that is like helping them. Mm-hmm. Maybe even anom- anonymously. You know, who knows? Like send them money and just send them a little money. Like do something. You're like, why would I do that? Because it's kind of helping you set you free. It's is you getting better at the the art and the discipline of celebrating people, right? I agree. Like do something. Like if they're if they're a com- com- competitor in business, leave a great review, right? Five star them. Five star. That's up. great. Yeah. Do something like that. Yeah. It's your attempt to wish them well. And then last but not least, speak well of them. That's um, that's huge. And that's that's not necessarily like there's people that I may not speak well of publicly because I disagree fundamentally with what they do or what they've done, right? That could mm-hmm. be true. Or I don't really know them, so why would I but speak well of them amongst the people that are my cl- so we'll do that a lot in our family. Like we'll We've gone through some hard times over, over the last decade, right? For sure. Who hasn't? And the family will kind of be talking and someone will kind of jump in. And then one of us undoubtedly be like, yeah, but you know what? They they didn't know what they were doing. And then we'll all kind of like, yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope they're all right. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas to them. And we'll kind of just do that, right? Because mm-hmm. it's us de- honing the art and the discipline mm-hmm. of celebrating other people. Like, ah, come on, man. They're, you know, And we just do that and we kind of help each other with that. Agree. Yeah, I, and I was just thinking that's that's integrity too. Even when you have a right, maybe to speak negative or something bad on someone, you've got you've got stuff on them. You know, they've done something to you. It is it is so easy just to go in, gossip, say all the things, but it takes just vent. It, it takes a lot of self control and integrity to just be like, it's all good. Like you know what, God will take care of that. And I think I think that's a sign too of maturity and growth in, in anyone's life and heart that you can just you can move forward even with having the pain of the past and not speaking, you know, negative. Well, there is a feel good feeling when you blow off steam. But can I just say this? There's also a really good feel good feeling when you celebrate. Mm-hmm. And the same kind of feeling that you so get much when you're blowing better. off steam, there's kind of like a guilt afterwards, like ah, I shouldn't sell that. But when you're yeah. celebrating, there is no guilt. And so you'll still get the same kind of feel. You're just doing it on the opposite end of the spectrum. And so, you know, defining, uh, can I say this as we close? Like social media is the worst, right? I watch social media. You watch social media. We all do. And so I know I'm speaking to the choir. And a lot of times you see people and that's where comparison is at its Mm -hmm. height. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have muted, gotten off social media, unfollowed things, accounts, people, because I literally like, I get so discouraged, right? Yeah, and then what will happen is I'm like, I'm never looking at that again because it just discourages me. I do this a lot with like ministers because I get so jaded by the way they conduct themselves. But then I will find myself in in the dark corners of the house when no one's watching, going back and unblocking them and just looking. And then it never ceases to fail. And then I do this weight on me. I'm like, oh, man, I can't. And I get so upset again. It's like, why? Do we do that to ourselves? I saw this thought on on social media, and it said this. Just remember, social media is a highlight reel. No one posts their failures and mistakes. Mm. I thought, you know what? Like Everything you're seeing on social media with anyone you follow, it is all the best 
of everything. Of course it is. We do the same thing. No one's posting their failures. No one's posting their bad moments. No one's posting their mistakes. It's a highlight reel. When I tried to get in colleges for football, I didn't send them the games where I sucked. And I didn't send them the games where I was average. I sent them only the clips of me doing my absolute best. And they're like, dude, this guy's amazing. Well, that was me at my very, 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 very best. For the most part, it's pretty average, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with social media. It's everyone at their best. Yep. It's, the, it's their best person. And it's like, dude, that's a highlight reel. So don't compare yourself to that. It makes me think, I, you know, I've read a few posts over the, you know, I don't know, a couple months, years, and people who write posts about their shortcoming or weaknesses, mm. I am more drawn to that person, yeah. even if I don't know them just through social media, than any anybody else. Because when you are vulnerable to talk about your shortcomings, your weaknesses, your sin, your whatever, it's amazing how it actually does what you, it's the opposite of what you think it'll do. It'll actually endear people to you because yeah, totally. they realize, wait, she struggles too with the same thing. Oh yeah, make- Like when you said on Sunday, I will go into the dark places of the room and look at other pastors, you know, and see what they're doing and then get so, I was like, I don't know too many pastors who would self-admit that, but they all do it probably. But it, it made me be like, okay, this guy's real. Like, are you, or <laughs> that made in you the third person. your husband. But I oh, mean, yeah, like, if it was anybody in, it in, in that conversation, I would have a sense of like, okay, I can respect that. That's the, I feel the same way. Uh-huh. It, you can relate. And I think we have to be better with maybe, like you said, not always showing the highlights. Maybe we should talk about the struggle. You know, um, I, when we talk about when our marriage was, you know, literally on the verge of divorce, I think f- I've had multiple people say, I can't believe you will even talk about that. But every person who comes to talk with us about it, they've been in the same boat. And it's a relief to have someone else be like, you too? Me too. Mm-hmm. And it, it does something. It, yeah. It's it's a part of really learning to let go and also celebrate people. Super true. Changes things. Well said. Super true. Super true. Well said. Well, Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. A good night. That's a pillow on our bed. It says into all a good night. So Good morning this morning. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.